Femininity is powerful in all its forms. Exceptional women, rare girls, must be appreciated in every way, from their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring. And this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Aliona. Jivkova, the international curvy model, social media influencer, and proud Ukrainian. Aliona, how are you today? Hello. Um, I don't know. When I was in Kiev, I used to answer on this question, I'm alive. Today, I answer, I'm all right. What emotionally changed that changed your answer? What does it mean? What's the difference between both? I'm not under bombing anymore. So, uh, and I cannot say that I'm doing good or well. So I just chose to say I'm all right. Yes. I'm doing okay. I, I keep leaving and yeah, I don't know. It's, I, it's, I it's very hard times. Yeah. It's very traumatic. I remember also when I was in Kiev, when there was all those bombings and air raid sirens and uncertainty. And there was a mix of real danger and seeing the destruction and knowing all the suffering created, as well as understanding the nature of life that really, even when it's not war, we don't know what will happen next we can be in danger or not at any moment and not aware of it. So war in many ways remind us that life is precious and that control is an illusion. What are your thoughts about this? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got emotional. I didn't expect that. Um, honestly... I'm not sure what to answer on your question exactly, but I'm having like all types of thoughts in my head right now about how war changed perspective on a lot of things. So definitely cannot say that I can be positive at the moment or optimistic. By the way, did you know that people who survive the war usually are not optimistic people you mean they don't be they become less optimistic because of it or the people who are not so optimistic survive more than others yeah people who like imagine the worst happening are the one who actually able to take actions because when you're too optimistic you're sort of lying to yourself that everything is going to be all right and eventually you can end up being uh, captured or simply die. I agree. I actually, one of the reasons I stayed longer than I should during the war there is that I didn't really believe it was possible in 2022 to have that war. And I remember I read there was a, a journalist who spent time in many wars and his recommendation was it doesn't get better, so make sure to stay safe and leave as soon as possible, not wait for the next day or the day after. So you're very correct. 
How did it change you as a person, this experience of the war and everything? <laughs> you know, I, I loved our previous podcast better. It felt like I knew the answers right now. It feels like I don't know the answers for anything. That's how it changed me. I, I don't feel safe anymore. I don't feel happy anymore. I feel more depressed. I feel very desperate at the moment. I agree. I mean, I wish it were under better circumstances and we know each other for a while and I noticed the difference and the evolution. Did you notice some belief or connection to human nature by seeing all the people who are helping, whether in all parts of Europe or in Italy or anywhere in the world and are with Ukraine and the Ukrainian people and people who are evacuating do you feel touched because of this or the negativity so strong that it's not even possible to notice or to appreciate or anything like that no i appreciate a lot of things and i see how people united and i am so proud to be ukrainian right now and I have to say that I've been proud to be Ukrainian before. I love my country. I love my city. I love my people. I know a lot of people was like running away from Ukraine even before and was like blaming all their life on Ukraine. And I sort of understand them, but at the same time, uh, people is what make the country. So yeah. They're just irresponsible, infantile people who need to educate themselves a little more. But at the same time, it's just human beings. I understand them because we all tend to be weak sometimes. And uh, about the European people who help a lot. Yes, this is so precious. And uh, I was hosted by the... Um, by the guy and his uh, mom and dad at their home and they are not even volunteers like they're not even the part of those people who take who shelter people uh, by by the choice it's it's just that i knew someone who knew this person and who let me stay there for just one night and this woman when i was showing my gratitude to her she say like well you would do the same and I was like yeah of course we would do the same maybe not in a such a good uh, houses and apartments as they have but uh, yeah we would do the same definitely I remember also one of the things that makes Europeans be so generous and so caring is that they can feel it could be us at any moment. So it's in a way a deep connection because it touches them personally. And I also have a friend and she's graduated and she was planning to leave Ukraine and live abroad. But now she refuses to do that. She said, before, before I can choose to live abroad now I am forced to and I refuse that I stay in my home and in my country so I understand what you're saying 
how do you distract yourself from all the stress and all the negativity and worry so that you can have a little bit of emotional stability and mental health? So what were you saying about the people who are like uh, living or staying? Even my brother who left in 2016 and was living in LA, Los Angeles, America, states um since 2016 and he he like he experienced something not nice in ukraine and he was like he didn't even want to return and i was very surprised by it but when the war started he suddenly became a very proud american uh, sorry <laughs> ukrainian and uh he, he like supports all the way and he even told me like okay i had my difficulties with expressing that before but right now like i truly understand that i am ukrainian and i wish i was there to help anyhow and he supports in each way he can and they even collected some money with their dense community there in la i think something around $50,000, which is like a great amount to, to buy some equipment and or some medicine for the volunteer groups who can give it to people in need. And uh, your question was, how do I keep sane, basically, in this war? Well, I rem remember on the day nine, I think, or eight when i was in kiev that's when i really started to give up and i really got in a very dark space in my head and it really scared me i felt like i'm falling too far too deep too down and i was like okay i need to do something so i believe that um life is movement and if you're stuck somewhere and you don't know how to get out, you just need to keep moving. You just need to do something, something small, something big, even just a walk if you can do that or something. You just need to do something. So what I do right now is just try to live a normal life since I'm safe in Milan, Italy right now. So yeah, my cure is movement and routine let's say that and of course talking to people but but not only about the war because when you're alone and you have your phone in your hands all you do is read the news i know it's horrible because if you don't follow the news there is a sense of guilt that you're not like keeping aware of everything but if you do it, it messes the mental health. And you said you're speaking to people in Italy. And I know how much you kind of get in touch and analyze people's psychology. How do you compare Italian people and Ukrainians and everybody that you're meeting, maybe the people from Dubai that you were involved with before? Do you notice a difference? Or is everybody trying to be kind and helpful because of the situation in Ukraine? So 
it's not so much about understanding differences in people and culture and personality. Well, what I said is better not to talk about the war, but touch also other topics, not only the war. And you say that you feel guilty if you don't read the news. For me, I feel not in control if I don't read the news. I remember the far I was from the hotspot, from from the bombing, from the air raid uh, alerts, the more I felt, the less I felt out of control. And, and, and yes, I felt the more guilt. So yeah, when I don't read the news, I feel like I may miss something. It's not that I feel guilty when I don't read the news. It's like, it feels like I may miss something. And so, yeah, first few weeks, it was like the news was my food. It's like I couldn't, like, it felt like I don't breathe if I don't read the news because it was too important. But at the same time, what's going to what's gonna happen if I miss one day of the news, right? But it's just this ephemeral feeling. And uh, talking about the people in Italy, well, I have some Ukrainian friends here. So uh, we were talking about how to get the temporary protection here, how to be legal here, how to start work. And uh, with uh, some girl, I was even discussing voice. So <laughs> yeah, I cannot say that it can be totally wiped off the war of the conversations. Uh, and I was talking to one Italian girl who has a brand here, and she even gifted me the belt that she sent me before for the ad. And I never got it because I was supposed to get it on 24th February. She, gift, she gifted me the same, and she even gonna do the photo shoot with me. Of course, I'm not going to charge the money for it because she's such a precious girl and she actually didn't speak a world of word of war till like the very end of our meeting she did a really great job of distracting me we were just speaking about like what a life job modeling the um, being a female uh, micro brand CEO, owner, yeah, stuff like that. There is also one um, man here in the building where I live. He's a manager. He also very helpful. But um, I remember the feeling when I just arrived to the Milan. And like people were careless. They seemed careless. They, they, they were just like living their normal lives and for me, being just off Ukraine after three days on the way, it was like, I just wanted to scream. I just wanted like, don't you know, there is war. Do something, do something. It, it felt like so weird for me to see people just leave their lives. And yeah, in Italy, like everywhere you go, there's always volunteers and something, but but not in Italy. <laughs> People are kind, but uh, and and they do help a lot, but um, the government is not it. 
that's not it. I think uh, you cannot even get the same temporary protection here uh, as in France, for example. You don't get social help. You don't get um, work permission. All you get is, like, you don't even get the official um, paper to stay here over three months. They just told me, like, to come after three months to do the same procedure, I guess. And all, all I got is, like, medical um, help. Like, I can get any help except for dentists. <laughs> So yeah, that's it. I'm a bit disappointed with Italy, but why I came here is because it's a fashion industry here. So I just hope I will get the job. And I don't want to go to Emirates for now because it's, it feels too far from home. And I don't want, and, and I don't, and I cannot go too far for now. It, it's just like, it will be too harsh on myself. I understand really every single thing you're saying and this difficult situation, your situation, I'm thinking so many millions of Ukrainians left Ukraine when hopefully the war ends. Do you feel sure that a lot of them will return or Ukraine will lose a lot of people who can rebuild it, who can do something wonderful because they have started a life abroad? Because even now, for example, Canada is offering uh, the ability to move there for Ukrainians, part of the UK, it's opening more and more. There is Spain, France, Germany, all that. Do you feel that there will be a huge patriotic wave when the war ends and all those millions of people will return? Or that the new life and stability compared to not knowing how Ukraine will be will stop many from returning? Um, well, for now, it's really hard to speak about it because like, we still don't know what's going to happen, right? Like, I genuinely believe that Ukraine will win. But, but it's like, I cannot see how the war, how the war will end any time soon. So it's very hard to discuss it. But if to speak about my own statistic and my people, my friends, I can say that everybody will return. I'm not like the refugee status is scaring me. I don't want people to take my passport for five years and take my ability to come back to my own country like but i see the other side i see the people who think that it's their um like a ticket but i think they're stupid um not in a judging way but i think they don't really understand what it's what uh, ahead of them because i think an immigrant is forever immigrant I don't mind to go live in New York for one year. I don't mind to work around the world, but I always want to come back home. I always like, I was actually planning to open my own uh, brand of clothes, of sport clothes in Ukraine. But yeah, I will do that as soon as I can come back. Um, but I think even if those bright minds who leave Ukraine, they will 
still stay Ukrainians and we will be proud of them from afar. But I am so sure that uh, a lot of people will come back because you cannot take the home from people. Like if, if we will have where to come back, everyone will come back because, because it's our home. I mean, everyone who, who's, who's certain about Ukraine, who, who, who got certain about Ukraine. So yeah, there will be some percentage of people who will flee Ukraine and who will be like, yoo-hoo, I got what I wanted. But fuck them. I'm sorry, I don't know if you could censor on your... They're expressing but, yeah. their emotions. They, yeah, they they know where the Russian worship went. Anyway, I understand, and I really hope many will return. I understand also what you're saying about being a refugee forever. And since this podcast is about women and girls and all that, how do you feel? about Ukrainian women and their contribution to the war efforts, not only those who can be actively fighting, but all of them from old to young. Did you see anything that really warmed your heart? How do you perceive Ukrainian women after you have seen what happened during the war and after? Tell me more. I think Ukrainian women are very, very strong. I thought that before, and I think that still, because there, of course, there is always different type of people, but I think those who contribute themselves to help Ukraine and Ukrainian people are the strongest. And this is those who stayed there, either stayed there right now, or either doing something from afar or helping their inner circle but i just think that ukrainian women are very powerful and very tough you know so that toughness helped them sort of during this war i was actually even thinking to join the military forces (laughs) like honestly i was very clear one day that i want to go take the gun take some uh, training if they accept me and I was ready to go to the hotspots I was ready to do that really so (laughs) I know people who was really scared and who was saving their lives and I think this is strong too you have to you have to be able to do that because as I said some people are too optimistic and not always does a good job for them <clears throat> it's almost like gaslighting yourself that <laughs> everything is gonna be all right and like denying your own feelings at the moment that you're actually feel scared or really down so yeah that's but interesting overall, because you said you said people who gaslight themselves like that don't survive the war. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I mean. Do you know what will be your next plans or you'll just 
relax, find some stability, see what happens, and then react based on what happens. Or like you said, it's Milano, you'll find some fashion work, you might start your brand there with Ukrainian roots and move with it because you said movement is how to overcome stagnation and depression or you'll just heal walk in the spring uh, nature to rebalance or what will you do you know i feel very lucky and very guilty at the same time because i felt like i was ready for this in a way that all my life was built around being abroad but running away I felt like I felt so ready for this I was financially secured I had a job abroad I had like even my ex is from abroad so my father is in Crimea my brother is in America I don't have a boyfriend in Kiev so it felt like I'm good to go, you know, nothing is holding me. Nothing is holding me except for my love to my country and to my home. But I was I was actually preparing to get my own apartment in Kiev. So <laughs> just really sad. But at the same time, I remember I was staying in Kiev for so long because I was saying like, I can leave any time, any moment, and I will be all right because this is the truth. Like there is no issue for me. And from thinking this way, my way to 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 Italy was quite easy. It was a little long, but it was quite easy. You know, I, it's, it's it's really um, arrogant to say this, but. Uh, I made my way comfortable and I was not looking for making it the other way. I feel so empathetic for people who were fleeing in trains and and like leaving their homes uh, so fast without clothes and everything, without clothes, without documents and like, you know, even without their animals. But I wasn't looking forward to panic and leave like that. For me, it would be a, a very thought through action, as I did. Like, I prepared myself to leave Kiev for a couple of days and I got a 36 kg suitcase. I got all the documents, I got all the savings. The only thing I left there is laptop. And I was like, okay, I'll leave something there. But yeah, I mean, I left also a lot of clothes, but it was my way of living. And we found a car, we left with the family. We didn't have a car, but uh, as I say, like there is always a way. I was not... Um, I was not leaving without that huge suitcase of mine, you know? <laughs> so I feel lucky, as I said before, because my job is also, I can, I can work pretty much anywhere 
they want me. So I just hope I will get the job in Milan, closer to home. I have casting on Tuesday for quite a nice agency here. And I hope they will be providing me with jobs. If no, I can always go to Emirates. It's just, I feel sad because they didn't support Ukraine so much. I think they even uh, started giving the visa for Ukraine, even though it was visa-free before entrance for Ukrainians to Emirates. So, yeah, if I was, if I will be feeling not so good, I can, I can go to Emirates or I can try to get American visa and go and try to work there. But for now, I just hope I can do that in Europe, closer to home and legally, because I'm not trying to do anything illegal and be a illegal immigrant or refugee. Yeah. So that's my answer. That's what I'm doing. That's my plan. I, I just, I rented the apartment here and I'm looking forward to have some work and be all right, as I imagine that. Because as I, as I said at the beginning, I felt like everything was settled for me even before, which I feel very guilty for because me being lucky this way means that there is some unlucky person who's in Mariupol under bombing, not even able, not be not being able to even collect that 36 kg suitcase, you know? So I rather call, call myself privileged, but how arrogant is that, huh? I really feel your situation and I hope we'll speak again under better circumstances and I wish you the best and to Ukraine as well. Good news soon. Thank you, Aliona. And thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. I'm sorry for making this podcast not about women, but about the war. But I feel like you just cannot take this topic off Ukrainian right now. This is what I live in, even being in peaceful Milan. But it is what it is. And I apologize, but I guess it's all right as we're just talking. And at the moment, this is my life. Yes. And your heart is in Ukraine. So even though your body is in Milan, it's still there. So no problem. Thank you. It's my honor, my privilege. Yeah. And I wish you again. Thank you so much for having me. It was nice to hear you again.